Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. And Moses rose up early and his minister Joshua. And Moses went up into the mount of God. And he said unto the elders, Tarry ye here for us until we come again unto you. And behold, Aaron and her are with you. If any man have any matters to do, let him come unto them. And Moses went up unto the mountain, and a cloud covered the mountain. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Sion. And the cloud covered it for six days. And the seventh day, He called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount forty days and forty nights. Exodus chapter 24, verses 13 through 18. As Moses waited on God, the people waited on Moses. Though the glory of the Lord was known to reside on this particular mountain, God did not reveal himself to Moses immediately upon his arrival. Six days Moses waited on God there in that place of reverence, worship, and prayer. And on the seventh day, God spoke, and Moses entered in. Many would have simply seen or experienced the existence of the presence of the cloud, and then spent the rest of their lives talking about it. Oh, the glory of God fell like a cloud on the mountain that day. You should have been there. I was there. It was something to behold. Come to my conference. I'll tell you about it and how it makes me more anointed. But not Moses. He was less concerned with beholding the cloud and more concerned about meeting and hearing from the God of the cloud, face to face. He was not so impressed with the prestige of claiming to have experienced the presence of the glory of God, but was rather more impressed with God himself. He was less in love with God's power than he was with God himself. He wasn't seeking a show. He was seeking to be shown and therefore... Did he wait patiently for six days for God to show up, to speak to him? Not just the glory cloud, not just the presence, but God himself, the word manifested. Because in the beginning was the word, and the word was God. Therefore, Moses waited for that word. And when he finally heard the word, he went knowing that God had shown up. 
How many times have we come to that place where we know the presence of God abides? That place of personal worship and prayer, fasting and supplication. We sit there and behold the glory. We know that God inhabits the praises of his people, so we sit and we wait for him there in praise and in worship. Well, for a few minutes, anyway. Then our mind wanders. We get distracted. We pull back into the thoughts and things and chores of this world and wonder why God never shows up for us, the many, like he does for the few. We sing the songs, oh God, we wait for you. But we will rarely wait longer than it takes to sing the words written on the page. Moses waited six days. Let that sink in. Moses, one of the closest men to God in all of human history, waited six days. Who do you think you are that you would expect God to serve you with less? We can rarely wait 60 minutes in desperation and hunger for God, much less six days. If you want a real encounter with God, then find your mountaintop. Get alone in the presence of his glory and wait for him. He may not come immediately. But if you desire him enough to wait, he will surely come. Pray, praise, worship, and wait. In this we minister to God that he might show up and minister to us. You see, even as the people waited on Moses, so Moses waited on God. Because no man not even Moses, is worthy to minister to others until God has first ministered to him. So stop talking about the cloud, the glory, the thing you saw afar off but was never truly called into because you would not wait on God and start seeking him who created the cloud and manifested the glory. All of the Israelites were called into promise. But they would not even wait for Moses to come down off of the top of the mountain with the word of God before they started creating their own services, feast, and God. Moses was chosen because he chose to wait on God until he heard a word from the word. And then obeyed that word. In this we see why many are called but few are chosen. So choose to stop and wait on the word. Because when he himself becomes more important to you than either his power or even his glory, then will he come and truly invite you into it where there is more than just goosebumps and manifestations. There is conversation and revelation. So be faithful in the waiting, or you'll never get past the point 
of talking about what you've seen and start getting to the point of talking about who you've seen. And the glory of the Lord abode upon Mount Zion, and the cloud covered it for six days. And the seventh day he called unto Moses out of the midst of the cloud, and the sight of the glory of the Lord was like devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. And Moses went into the midst of the cloud and got him up into the mount. And Moses was in the mount forty days and forty nights. Jesus tells us himself in Matthew chapter 25 in a parable that he gave about a servant who had been faithful in the little things so that God was willing to trust him with the greater things. And as his blessing and reward, he said, enter into the joy of the Lord. There is no joy that is greater than being in the presence of our Savior. Are we really looking for stages and for followings and for men and for the outpourings of vain attention? Or are we looking for the personal presence of Jesus? Or are we looking for a friend? Because it's not a light thing to be called the friend of God. There are actually very few people in scripture who were Moses, Abraham, David, few of the prophets. The truth is this, God is very capable of ministering to the masses and mighty outpourings of revelation and anointing. And there are countless people across the nations that are asking. But I fear that there are actually very few who truly seek him in spirit and in truth. John tells us that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. We know scripture tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word and that with faith all things are possible. But what is your faith in? Is it in your own vain imaginations, in your own lust and desires, in the very temptations that Satan offered to Christ himself in the wilderness? What are you chasing after? Have you heard a word from the master? Because unless you have, you will be deceived. You will be led off track by the wolves in sheep's clothing. Because it's very easy to do your own will or the will of another. Satan was the wisest creature ever created. He's very subtle and very clever. The Bible says that many will think they're even doing God's work. When in actuality, they're on the broad path to destruction. God will never send you. Until you first spent time to get instructions. Paul tells us this in Galatians chapter 1 verse 11. But I certify you brethren. That the gospel that was preached by me. Did not come from men. For I did not get it from other men. Neither was I taught it. But I got it. By the revelation of Jesus. Lord, we ask you today to help us to have faith and to have patience, to sit and to seek until we have entered into your presence and been saturated by your message. Not to go with what we hear in the quick because it will bring deception. 
We know from the story of Elijah that when he was in the cave seeking a word from God, that many things came in the quick, but it says the Lord was in none of it. Some of it seemed miraculous. It seemed like great manifestations. There were shakings, there were fires, there were winds. All of these things in scripture can be identified as descriptions of the Holy Spirit. Yet it says the Lord was in none of it. They were a counterfeit. Don't trust what comes in the quick. But after all of it, when he was willing to sit and to wait, the Lord showed up in a still, small voice and gave clear instructions. And only then did he get up and move forward with fruitfulness, power, focus, anointing, and the endorsement of the Lord God Almighty. In John chapter 4, verse 13, we read this. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they perceived and understood that these were actually unlearned and ignorant men. In other words, they were not educated. They did not have the endorsement of men or of organizations. But yet they saw something in them. They saw the endorsement of heaven. And it says that they marveled. And took notice of them that they must have been with Jesus. Lord, help us to carry this great weight of glory, the power of your anointing, the overflowing and outflowing of your very presence that comes to back up the very words of heaven. But we will only get it if we will have the faith and the patience to sit and to seek you for it because your word is very clear that without faith it is impossible to please you and those who come to you must come realizing that you are God. Therefore, nothing is impossible for you but also that you are worthy to be reverenced and praised and sought after no matter what it takes and that we would be willing to do it because we have all confidence and faith that you are a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. Because as the scriptures tell us, those who seek will find. Those who knock, the door will be opened. But those who don't will try to make their own way and only end up on the wide road, going the wrong way and leading others astray as they do it. Oh Lord, give us a fear of God a reverence, a patience, and the wisdom to seek you with all due diligence and wait on the word. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.